Today we're today we talking about finding love. So it's gonna be a good time, Joey. And I and I know why Brian's not here. <laughs> he's he's running away from this subject. Mm, dang, but called I'm, him out. But I'm gonna talk right to him. No, called I'm just kidding. Him out. Brian's in dialysis right now. Yeah, that's facts. Um, okay, here we go. We're gonna start off with the daily devotional, which uh, has become one of my favorites here on the show. All right, so we're going to start off with John 4, 8 from the Bible. It says, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Mm, that's facts. Say it slower. I, I agree with this. So it is John 4, 8. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Here at our studio, we say love is the center of everything we do. We mm-hmm. believe in making love the the decision maker. It's 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 the factor that that in that we decide things upon. Facts. So to be real, things are not always easy. Responding from love is a very difficult thing to do. To turn the other cheek is a very difficult thing to do. I I believe in 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 processing. I believe in understanding and 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 you know figuring stuff out. But you know, Jesus was like this crazy dude. Mm-hmm. That's like you know everyone's like, hey, so what happens if we get you know if we get hit on by like our enemies and they start beating us up? You know, should we should we uh, forgive them seven times? And Jesus is like, no, seventy times seven, bro. That's how many times. Facts, yo, facts. Just for our for our audience that are visual learners, this is kind of what we're talking about. They can't you see know? it, duh. They can. They can kind of see oh, it. Oh, barely, There's yeah. a circle. There's, there's a, a circle, circle, there's a heart, there's love. Yeah, see, and that's... love is the center I can't believe this guy's signal. Look, uh, single, look at this guy. Signal? I'm signal? No, you're single. I'm, I'm, I'm guys, but I'm But you a, are a signal also, yes. I, I can't believe you're a signal. turn signal. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so... Love is a responsibility. And and you can just say in this moment, if you're not being loving, then you don't know God. And and sometimes the love can be the hardest thing to do. Yeah. You, you know, to to sometimes reprimand somebody, sometimes turn the other cheek, sometimes to to, you know, to be hard mm-hmm. in a moment, sometimes to walk away from somebody. Yeah, uh, that's the, that's the best way you can love sometimes, and you gotta and remember too that you gotta love you, and we're gonna talk first, a lot about that first. About, yeah, first, first. We, we gotta talk a lot about that today. But putting on your own mask mm-hmm. before you can mask somebody else, you got you gotta find the love inside you first. But not like a real mask, because you know this is a metaphorical love mask is what what this is. Yeah. You know? Just wanted to clarify that. I feel like you're wearing a metaphorical love mask right now, Joey. Yeah, it's it's my natural. Um, Your natural glow is glow. a is a yeah. love love yeah. mask. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah, 
It's this idea of, you know, everybody's heard the saying, kill it with kindness, right? Mm -hmm. And that's so hard for us to do, but that's exactly what this concept is. Yeah. Where, you know, killing it with kindness is killing somebody who's coming at you on purpose and just throwing love their way instead. Yeah. You know, so, um, so for instance, you know, somebody sends you a nasty text, email, phone call, whatever, they give you a bad attitude. Or even you hear rumors that people are doing stuff. Yeah. And then you, you, instead of reacting, you just go, hmm, okay, how can I hit you with love? And the next time you talk to them, you go, congrats on blank. Right. Which is difficult. It's so hard. Yeah. But you're, you'll always you'll always feel better by taking that high road. That's the truth. All right. So uh, next we're going to be talking about Peter four eight. I love Peter. Got another got another verse here. Peter four eight says, "Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins." Mm. I think I think a lot of this stuff comes back to that idea of of who's going to cast the first stone kind of deal for sure and so here's 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 this moment right okay so so you're getting like you said you, you're getting attacked in some way mm-hmm. and you and, and you want to react your, your fleshy body worldly self wants to react and wants to seek revenge and despite Dakota George's monologue recently which was so funny uh, revenge is not a good reason to do anything. And so um, so though you want <laughs> to seek revenge, we are called to love. We are called to to hit back with kindness because, trust me, you're going to fail. Yeah. And that's the idea. Is like, you know, it, it says love covers a multitude of sins, meaning it's not saying like, we want you to cover it up. Not saying that. No. It's saying love love will take care of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I think there's a deeper meaning there too, this idea of love covers your sin, like the the those sins, right? And the deeper meaning there is if you choose to attack it from love, you're protecting yourself from sin. True. You know, because True. if you react, you're just as bad. Well, and 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 it's saying love love each other deeply, right? Mm, yeah. And if it's true that I really love you deeply. Yeah. If it's true. Mm-hmm. Then also it makes it much easier for you to forgive me, not if, but when I screw up. 100%. And it, it also, I think, goes back to respect too. Mm-hmm. You know, if you respect somebody, you might not always agree with them whatever but if you respect them then it's easier to love yeah because you go oh i respect this person i don't agree with their viewpoint on blank but i can i can respect what their viewpoint is and what they've done so i can love them from that knowing that that's the core of who they are they are doing good right yeah 100 percent. all right so um so going to the uh, the opening monologue here, which is, I, I say this a lot, which is that I'm imperfect, and I'm happy to say it, because so it's so easy to admit 
and anybody who knows me knows I'm not perfect. But what I'll tell you is that sincerely, through all my screw-ups, every day, my intentions are good. Mm. I do love people and I do try to approach things from love. And when you do that, when you do that sincerely, and you have a sincere hope, a, a sincere desire to help others, and you get seen through this lens of he's trying to love me, she's trying to love me, this person's trying to love me, it's, it's much easier to hear the core of what they're trying to say. This, this goes back to what you guys were talking about yesterday, the idea of deep listening. Mm -hmm. You don't need to re be reactive to the surface, to mm -hmm. words on the top, but you but you want to be really listening deeply for what's underneath, and and you know, or at least at least ideally, you you get to know, you get to the bottom of, is somebody coming at you from a sincere desire to hurt you, or are they coming at you from love? And you, and you learn to decipher that. Yeah. The the better you get, the more mature you get mm -hmm. in your walk. Hundred percent, love that. So today we're going to go through three segments here. We're going to start off with um, talking about the fact that it's okay to love. Mm -hmm. It is okay to love, and and that that seems um, it seems obvious, but but it's not necessarily. Um, specifically, it's okay to want love. It's okay to if, if that's a desire that's in your heart. We're going to talk about that. We're going to start there. Then in our second segment, we're gonna we're going to talk about the fact that. Um, <laughs> Either way, it's not. It doesn't matter because it's not a choice. Love yeah. is love is not a choice. God calls us to love one another, and so we're gonna dive a little deeper into that. Even though I know we already started there. You gonna you gonna you gonna disrespect the big man? Gonna gonna yeah. you gonna, you gonna, gonna I don't recommend you're it. Not follow it. Yeah. It's a bad and idea. then uh, and then lastly, our, our quick takeaway. We're gonna go ahead and tell you where to find love. It's, mm. it's good timing because right before Valentine's Day. Yeah. So I'm gonna tell you where to find the love. Right before Valentine's Day, if you're one of these single guys. I'm going to be honest. I'm bummed that one of single our sessions girls. is not, what is up? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. All right. So we'll be back right after this short commercial break. All right. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Hilarious. Whoopsies. Love listening to you laugh back. We, we were talking about the the fact that uh, Joey printed the sheets this morning, and uh, when Joey printed the sheets this morning, he decided to use 11 font. So, um, can't see it all that well, but I promise you. That looks like 9 good. font to me. Uh, Are you sure it's 11? I don't think it's 11. I think it's 9. Yeah, I mean, it could be 9. It could be 9. Yeah. All right, anyway, here we it's go. It's pretty small. Uh, first segment here, it's okay to want... Love. I'm going to start off with one of my quotes here. All right. Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. That is Rumi said that. Rumi says, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. It's very interesting. Mm. So, so I believe that 
the core of all emotions comes back to love. The core of every character comes back to love. That's why I say the center is love. God is in the center. You are love. God is in all of us. So it's, it's, it, to me, it's an undeniable truth. Stop trying to deny it. It's facts. That there is a God. Yeah. And I know some people will be like, Meh, but I'm like, okay. And I'd be like, if you can admit there's love, then I'm going to tell you there's a God. And I'm going to tell you that we actually share the same perspective, whether or not you understand that. Um, or, or you call it something else. I'm not going to condemn you or, or try to try to tell you you're wrong or anything like that. I'm just going to say, from my point of view, it's pretty obvious God exists. And I'll be in the background like, yo, that's facts. Facts, yo. So, <laughs> so what are we saying here? We're saying, we're saying um, it's okay to want love. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's okay to want love. Mm-hmm. But Rumi's saying here, your task is not to seek it. So I, I can want it different than me than me seeking it mm-hmm. okay but instead what he's saying is to remove the barriers from within yourself that is stopping you from achieving love and here's what happens is a lot of times the things that are painful to us in our life we we go back to it and we relive it and we end up we end up in um, emotionally dead or or abusive types of relationships because that's what we know and we haven't healed that thing within ourselves yet. Mm. Okay. So keyword, let's just, let's, keyword yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's just yeah. say that, that you ended up with a um, uh, let, let's say one of your parents was uh, was an alcoholic or a drug addict or something like that. It's it's crazy how much more likely that person is if they had a parent in that situation to end up with somebody who is that way. Yeah. I mean, it kind of goes back to this idea, especially they say it um, specifically with girls, but I feel like it's the same for guys us too. too. No guys too. Um, yeah. But, but with girls, you know, you, <laughs> because you idolize your, your dad, um, you end up finding somebody that's very similar to him mm-hmm. yeah and, and same thing with your mom yeah you end up you end up finding women who who remind you of your mom sometimes you know yeah. like like that happens sometimes but what has to happen inside you is you need to find the good there and but you have to heal the other side yeah because there are there are barriers within you that are stopping you from from achieving this thing of love. And and when I say romantic love, I'm not I'm not talking about the physical side cuz you can have physical relationships with people without there being love there. Mm. So to find love, you've got to you've got to break through some of some of your old um, garbage that's going on in your head that's that's beating yourself up essentially. Yeah, and it's like self-made walls, right? So yeah. you you picture like this is one of those funny dance moves, but like literally there's like a brick wall around you. Sure. Like this. And and how and many you have times to like take away the pieces right to open yourself up to like you said you don't seek it, but when it comes to you, you also have to be open to it, willing to it, ready for it. But it's not going to come to you if you don't if you don't remove the barriers. Mm. See, and that's that's Great what point. that's what Rumi's saying here is is if you don't remove the barriers, it's not going to come to you. You you'll have already you'll have already like pushed it away. So how many times have we said to somebody else or heard somebody say that oh, I, I just keep finding the same kind of person? I don't know why I always can't find this kind of person. 
I don't know why I always find somebody who, who, who cheats or I can't, I don't know why I always find somebody who, who's already in a relationship with somebody else, you know? And like, and I don't know why I keep going through the same pain over and over and over again. Like, why do I keep doing this? Mm-hmm. And the truth is you haven't healed. And maybe yeah. the love that was right there, it was right in front of your nose, but you turned it away and you ended up seeking something else that's not really love but but you you actually like just let potential love float out the door because you weren't willing to heal you first facts so there seems to be this burning desire inside all of us to find love that's that that seems like a thing um we we want love we want to be loved mm-hmm. that is that is it is a human thing and so that's why i say it's okay to want love yeah. It's very okay. It's okay for a child to reach up and want to be held by their parent, to want to be loved. Like we 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 crave it, mm-hmm. you know? And um you know, th- though we are talking about romantic love today, really it it boils down to all kinds of love. Yeah. We do seek love or 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 we want love. We don't seek it. We we want it. It's mm-hmm. something that we crave to feel. Yeah. Now, of course, we can feel that any time by turning to God because God is inside of us and God is love. Yeah. So you can you can choose to feel loved right away if you turn to that place, to source, because you are being loved mm-hmm. in a way that's indescribable. Yeah. Well, and I think this, this topic specifically relates very well right now for the last year we went through. Because um, a lot of the ways we would love each other publicly, like hugging and getting close and like having conversations, like uh, most of that has died down for a mm-hmm. lot of people. You know, they went and, and specifically people who don't have like a ton of people in their home or in their bubble. You know, I felt so bad for those people because I experienced that a little when Brian was out of the hospital, but I'm like, you know, everything gets shut down. Your whole world gets flipped flipped upside down, and you don't have somebody right next to you, beside you, to help you through it. You have God, but you don't have somebody to hug. <laughs> you know, and so uh, so that can be really challenging, really tough. So you have to allow yourself to be hugged by God. Mm-hmm. Boom. And it's probably a really warm hug. It probably <laughs> is. So so Joey, I'm yes. gonna get personal here. Get personal. Do you do you want romantic love in your life? Yes, yes, I do. Because I have a theory that most of us do. Mm-hmm. That most of us want that. Yeah. Um, you know, so so you do. Here's what's interesting. You have removed some of the barriers for for that. Mm-hmm. Because if I were to have asked you this eight months ago, you would have said no, I don't think so, or I don't know, or what? Yeah, out of fear. Yeah. So going back to what you said about the bubble thing, the issue with the coronavirus and the way that we have reacted to it as a world is, I believe that it's been reacted to in a way that has been very loud and has been very fearful. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying things are not real. I'm not saying that things are not, you know, haven't done what, whatever they've done. And some of those things, you know, we'll, we'll find out how that all turns out. That's not the point. The point, though, is the fear part of it. And when you watch people start to lower their fear, the love inside them starts to surface. Because 
love and fear can't exist in the same space. Yeah, I was just about to, like, I was literally thinking that. Good. But that's so true. That's so true. You know, they're, they're two opposite sides of the spectrum, and fear is not a godly emotion. He says that in the Bible. Fear, guilt, all that. That doesn't come from God. Yeah. You know, that means that you've, you've lost way a little bit, and you got to bring it back so that you can feel that love. I'm going to I'm going to actually uh his was interesting. The, these these last two quotes on this segment I've I've realized I want to put them down in the last segment. So I'm going to grab a a quote from the last segment here. This is uh this is one from Mother Teresa here it says, "Let us always meet each other with a smile for the smile is the beginning of love." Mm. It's interesting. You know people that that always greet you with a smile? Yeah. Yeah, always. Just mm-hmm. always, there's, there's just like, okay, that's the beginning of love. Joy is the beginning of love. This, uh, what does it take to smile at somebody? It, it is actually vulnerable. Yeah. Our, our, our agent, Aunt Ruth, Ruth Layton, she does that all the time. <laughs> Even when, like when, when I went in to get signed, like when she's coming to help Brian, when she pops into the studio every now and then, it's always smiley. It's always bubbly. You know, she's always got uh, checking in, you know. Hey, how guys, you guys? Oh, hey, yeah. How you doing, guys? Oh, how, how are we? Oh, I, I'm, I'm Matt, come here. Talk, talk to me. <laughs> How's Brian? Tell me about Brian. Yeah, no, she she works. She she runs a mile a minute. Um, But, yes, so this idea of, of approach it from a smile, approach each other from a smile. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's what happens, and this is a part of this, like, romantic love thing. If I smile at you... It's vulnerable because mm. sometimes people don't smile back. Yeah, sure. And I and I mean, like it, this, like you said, this comes this comes across via text message. It comes across via email. I may put myself out there and really show you that I care mm-hmm. and that I love, and then you could respond back with nastiness or nothing. Yeah, and and it can hurt. Yeah. It's interesting because, you know, um, specifically in the emails I send, whether it's a casting director or an actor or whatever, like, I would say probably 90% of the time at some point in the email, I put a smiley face in there. <laughs> mm. Like the colon and then the and then the dash. And I'm like, why? Well, I usually do it because I'm smiling when I write it. I do a so lot I'll of that do, too. I'll, I'll do the smiley face at the end of that sentence. I do a lot of that too. And that's why I I will rewrite an email and rewrite an email and rewrite an email until it's honest. Yeah. I don't like putting things on there that are not true ever. Mm -hmm. And so if I can't believe what I'm saying, then I got to go back and redo it. So until I can believe the smile, like if I'm not, if I'm not really smiling when I write it, I shouldn't put the smiley face. Yeah. Like for instance, we're in the middle of a casting. Somebody had trouble with the with sending the file to me right Mm -hmm. but they they like they like really tried and they were they were on the older side you know they're they're clearly adapting and so i replied back because she was like so sorry thanks for the help and all that and i replied back i was like it's all good no need to be sorry we got it Mm -hmm. good luck and then i said i said p.s we're all adapting to the new audition world 
That's so you're nice. Good. Smiley face. Yeah, with a smiley face. Yeah, because because I, I was called to do that, and I was smiling when I thought of it, and I was like, boom. Smiley. Well, and we just talked about this this morning. There were thirty people, or more, who did it wrong, who caused us, you specifically, extra time, effort, work because they didn't do it right. Mm-hmm. And it's so much easier to be kind to somebody when they've done the work, when they put the time in to try their best and you can really tell and they're being kind and they're approaching it from a smile. If you have a good heart, it's hard not to smile back. Yeah. And I know some people don't. Mm-hmm. But that's the risk we have to take. We got to be willing to do that. Put, your, put yourself out there. I don't think you'll ever regret smiling. Right. right. Well, well, you. that's what I'm saying. Weirdly, in the moment... You do sometimes when you don't when it's not reciprocated. Yeah, when you when you feel embarrassed. But I'm just saying in general. Yeah, like, no, no, no. You, you go home that night. I agree with you. Long you go, term, you don't yeah. ever you don't ever regret being loving because you don't you don't always get to we don't get to see most of the time the reaction that that has on the other person. But even if they don't react to us in the moment, it's just a fact. You changed their day. Yeah, you did. So because, I, you know, you never know what they went through before you showed up. If you're the 105th actor or person that's been in there and they just got yelled at 14 times and then you come in with a smile, they might not give you the reaction, but you just made their day better. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. So, um, so, so we talked about this a little bit earlier, but I'll just I'll reiterate this idea of if if you're if you're in this uh, camp know that you're not alone it's okay to want to say i love you but a lot of people struggle with this especially well men but men in like my father's demographic they, they there was a and then their father's demographic and their mother's demographic there was a time when when that was sort of um really really kept secret mm-hmm. i know there are people in my parents demographic who never heard the words i love you from their parents they never yeah. in their whole life didn't hear it or, yeah. or like maybe once a year mm-hmm. my kids probably hear it like 17 times a day <laughs> maybe too much who knows yeah you yeah know? well it goes back to that idea you've talked about a handful of times on the show you either hug your kids too much or not enough but either way they're going there's to no such thing as <laughs> yeah there's there's no such thing as a perfect parent exactly so, so it's okay to want to say I love you. It's okay, it's okay uh, to want to hear I love you. And it, and, it, and it can feel weird if you're not used to doing it. Mm-hmm. But know that it's okay. Know that that's all right. And you can practice. You can practice um, opening up your heart a little bit and being sincerely loving to people. And by doing that, by, by learning to open up your heart to the right people and honestly learning to refine who you say I love you to, and really, really, because you got to mean it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, our man Nick Malata, war vet or not war vet, he's a, he's an uh, I don't know if he's been in war or not, but he's he's a military man, so he's he's a veteran, and um, very grateful of that. And we we had a few different conversations, and he he came up to me after class the other night and just said, "Hey, I just want to thank you for honestly like what you said. I really want to thank you." And I I looked him right in the eyes, and I was like. Dude, I love you. I meant every word of it, and I love you, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Mm-hmm. I really mean it. And then I la- and then I walked away. And then I walked away in dramatic like, like fashion. Like mic drop. Yeah. yeah. 
but for real like it, it that's that's me opening up and and opening up my heart and exposing that and the truth is anybody's capable of backstabbing you anybody's capable of you know hurting you anybody's capable of spreading rumors about you or whatever mm-hmm. you know not that i would ever think nick would but i wouldn't think a lot of other people would have that have yeah and so i understand I'm putting myself in a vulnerable position by by letting myself love again, love yeah. students, knowing students that, that, that they're going to leave even, mm-hmm. you know, look at somebody like Kylie Gilbride. Love this girl. She's a, those of you, you know, man, I know her, but she was a student here for like, you know, whatever it was, like a decade, you know, yeah. and Straight lo- up. I love that kid, love her. Mm-hmm. Well, she had, she's had to go off to college. She, she needed to like move on. Of course, I need to love her on the way out. Yeah. You know, you can't hold on to people in that way and you can't be scared to love you have to you have to understand that it's okay to want love but in order in order to ever get it you're gonna have to give it mm-hmm. you know and you got to practice giving it you got to yeah. practice opening yourself up in in the little areas yep you know love your parents love love your neighbors love your community love love your co-workers love your boss love those who are not nice to you yeah love them yep Love, and I mean this, love your enemies. Yeah. I'm going to dive into this quote here by Mr. Martin Luther King Jr. It goes like this. Love is the only force capable of transforming an enemy into a friend. I'll say that again. Love is the only force capable of transforming an enemy into a friend. Mm. That's big. Yeah, that's really big. You know, and, and, and Martin Luther King Jr., we... Obviously, a man went down in history. Yeah, changed right? the world. Changed the world. Changed the world. We still talk. He was not a perfect man. No, I'm pretty sure he said, "I'm not a perfect man." Well, it was smart if he did, because yeah. none of us are. But but you look into his history, and and people can people can rip him for some of his personal life mm-hmm. if they want to. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. You know. <laughs> go ahead. If you want to cast the first stone? Go ahead. Yeah. I'm not here to say he's perfect. I'm saying that this quote of his is a good quote. Yeah. Because I agree. 100 people. Love is the only force capable of transforming an enemy into a friend. And how much more valuable to you is that person going to be as a friend versus an enemy? Yeah. I don't think any of us want enemies. <laughs> no. No. We it's, need, it's one we need of those him. things that unfortunately happens, right. but none of us are like, hey, I want to go make some enemies today. Like, <laughs> you, like know, you know what would be y- fun? You just come across the, it. Top of my to-do list today. Let me let me try to seek out some enemies. Yeah, let me see, like, like who would be a really good enemy? That's ooh, like ooh, ooh. That's, that's like Batman <laughs> in the Lego Batman movie, and I know totally. you get this because of the kids, but he's like, he's like, I need a an enemy that's better than the joker <laughs> right you know so funny like and 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 it's funny because like <laughs> in that movie the joker gets his feelings hurt like so bad because of the love in that relationship so even though they're fighting for two different sides you know it's it's a kids movie but that watching that movie made me realize like oh dang everybody's role is important you know? Yeah. And so so even though he's he's like technically a bad guy, like 
that does not mean you are a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Like he <laughs> he was straight up sad when Batman was like, "Yeah, you're not good enough." Right. There's a there's a that, that's right. There's a role for people, and and you need them in your life, and you can even love your enemy for being your enemy. That's yeah. the weirdest thing. Yeah. I've said this before. We've gotten we've gotten some some nasty things from time to time, and I and I try my best. Not perfect, but I try my best to take some of these nasty comments or things that if people want to be hating on us and to, to decipher the bad out and go, what's the core of this and can we grow? Mm-hmm. Can I say thank you? Can I, can I love my enemy for being mean to me because they're, cause they're revealing weakness that I can actually fix? Yeah. So thanks for, you know, trying to bring me down because it exposed something that's actually going to make me stronger. So thank you. Love you. Appreciate you, Mr. Enemy, Mrs. Yeah. And enemy. If, and if if pride's not in the way there, if you're not so taken back by whatever they said, then you're able to do that. You're able to grow. And like you said, then then your enemy is straight up helping you. For sure. All right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna move on here. We're gonna go to a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about the fact that love is not a choice. We are called to love. It's gonna be a great segment. We'll see you in a minute. All right, love is not a choice. We are called to love. We're gonna talk about that right now. So um, here's a quote here by Robert A. Heinlein. Heinlein. Heinlein's a cool name. Yeah, it's a pretty cool name. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I, if I was a woman and I was gonna be taking on the name Heinlein, how excited I would be. But I mean, bro, you totally sat down. <laughs> Look at your head right now. You totally, you were like sitting up and then you sat down. Uh, or I just adjusted. I don't, I don't, there you go. I don't. I, I, I think wouldn't. that's where you were. It's okay. It's all good. I'll come I, fix it. I'll, I'll come I'll fix it. it. It's all right. We're good. <laughs> so uh, anyway, Robert A. Heinlein. Love is that condition in which the happiness of another person is essential to your own. Mm. I like that one. This is facts. Love is that condition in which the happiness of another person is essential to your own. So if you really love somebody, um, you you don't necessarily... Uh, uh, it, it's hard for you to feel good if they're not feeling good. You know? Although this this quote's dangerous, I I think I think uh, Paul would would uh, would like to wrestle with this one. If I if we were if we had Paul here, he'd be like, I'm I'm not sure about this one, Matt. I'm going back up for for one second. Because here's the problem: is you have to be you have to be uh, responsible for your own happiness. You have to be responsible for your own like joy and whatnot. So when this is saying it's a condition. In which another person's happiness is essential to your own. I mm-hmm. don't know if I can if I can pull that off or not. I I'm, I'm not sure. Sure. So then I'll just pose a question to you really quick. Heinlein might be wrong. He might be out of line. He here. might be. He might be, or he might have worded it incorrectly. But I'm but I'll just pose a question. Would you not say that Leanne is that way for you? Because I think she is, from what I've seen. You know. Yes, you have, you yes, have such but, a deep connection, commitment. Yes, like making yes. her happy actually does fill your bucket as long as she's grateful for it. Yes, but the same is true of you and Brian and mm. the students here and sure. and Paul and my kids and my parents and you know my dog. <laughs> like when people are not happy, it it can it can weigh on me. That doesn't mean it's right though, and mm. that's that's what Paul would say. Is is like. 
here's the problem. Because because what if what if Leanne can't be happy for two weeks? Mm-hmm. What if she just she she goes into some kind of a depressive something or whatever? Yeah. And then like like that mean I can't be happy? No. Like it's not yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's yeah, not yeah. the it's not the case. It's so the, so the and the problem is if that's the way I look at it, then I'm going like okay well, um, I'll never be happy because there's never a time that all the people I love in my life mm-hmm. are all happy all at the same time. Yeah. Like, so, it, like it ain't going to happen. So we'll sit on this for one second. You said like that translation is not right. Mm-hmm. Can we find the right translation? Yeah, I think quote? so. I think I think love is, he says, love is that condition in which the happiness of another person is essential to your own. And I don't think that that's true, but I think, I, I would say love is the condition in which the happiness of another person really matters to you. Mm-hmm. Like, I really care whether or not you're happy, Joey. I mean that. Yeah. I love you in the sense that I've told you this before. I would let you go from here. I would let mm-hmm. you leave if I thought it was what was best for you. Yeah. I mean, either way, I'd let you go because I, I don't have any control over you. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, like I would kick you out is what I mean. I yeah. would kick you out if I if I loved you so much, which I do, and I saw another opportunity, and you asked me my opinion or something, or even didn't, I might be like, bro, you got to go. If the Cardinals called and were like, hey, we want you to announce the game from now on in the booth, you would be like, yeah, do it, I feel like, probably. Yeah, but that's not even a good example. And then I'd be like, come to the booth, man. Come to the booth with me. Yeah, but but that's not even a good example. Mm, Why not? Well, because you could do that in this. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. That's facts. This is facts. Um, But but, but point being, so, 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 and, and, and I don't, and I don't even know about that. Like, like mm. we would get to the bottom of that and, yeah. and realize where is that coming from. But, but it may be, yes. Um, you know, Siebert recently, he, he left to, to do like a Netflix type show and he was feeling so bad that he was going to miss the showcase. He was going to let people down. I was like, bro, you, you, you underestimate our love for you, man. Mm-hmm. You underestimate, you think for one second we would make you feel guilty or want you not to go. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. And students do that. And, and I like that they care. I like that he cares. I like that he's feeling that because I, I know his heart's in the right place. Mm-hmm. But as long as his heart's in the right place, man, you got to run. You got to go free. You got to be honest and, and, and be willing to admit, like, the truth is he loves us. Mm-hmm. He loves the class. He loves his classmates. He loves this space. And he's going to miss it because he loves it. He's going to miss it. Mm-hmm. That's true. But yeah. he knows deep down inside he's not letting anybody down. Well, and then and then what's interesting on that is like you can tell once you let somebody go and do their thing like that, um, you can tell that their intention was true and like their what they were saying was true because like he hopped on every freaking showcase we had this week and every show we've had this week. He's on there in the live chat. Every single time. There you go. Like cheering on his classmates. Is he on? Is he, so is like, he on the live chat this love. morning? I haven't seen him on here this morning. Where's the love, Matt Siebert? Yeah, where is the love? Where is the love, Matt Siebert? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking you up, and and you're probably not, sl- not even. He, he's probably doing here. a workout in his room, waking up the neighbors. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he got security called on him. It's hilarious. All right, so um, love's not easy though. Mm. You know, so when I say you're called to do it, I I mean you're called. 
because it's not easy. Yeah. Um, but it, but it, when I say that everybody secretly wants love in their life, and and I think they do. I mean, even even people who end up like celibate or this or that or whatever, like there, there's a part of us that's human that craves human interaction and craves this like romantic type love, right? Yeah. And so, so if you make that choice, good for you. That means that means that that's your path, and that that's that's great. It's good for you. Um, but but I I still would maybe maybe call you on. Are you sure you've never craved it? Mm-hmm. You know. And, and make sure that that's actually true. Because I think most people, most yeah, people do crave it. Yeah, I think there's people that let go of it. You know, they're, they, they, they let go of the expectation. They hit a certain point and they go, you know what? I'm actually very happy by myself and, and that hasn't come for me yet. You mm-hmm. know, so, so, um, so this is something I'm okay with. I'm not going to be upset about it. Yeah. You know. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump into a different style of language for one second. Jump. Jump, man! Something, yeah. Jump, jump. <laughs> this is something we talked about with um with Paul. The something you should really listen to Divine Roots, by the way, as well, because um Paul dropped some knowledge on there. But but Joey asked him specifically about the idea of vibrations mm. and what what that meant to be yeah. sort of in a higher vibration, a different vibration, etc. And and you think about you know the world being in different vibrations and that we are all molecules, yeah, vibrating. Yeah. And, and to be and to raise your vibration, like what does that mean? And so basically, I, I again, I don't believe you get to choose love. I think love is built in. Mm. It's it, it comes with it comes with the the program. Sure. You know, God makes you and then like you, you don't get a choice like love's in there. <laughs> yeah. Love's 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 in there. So so you have it now, whether or not you decide to listen to it or obey it or, or you know, allow that to, to be the center of, of all your choices, that, that's up to you. But it's in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking in everybody, even even the most evil people in the world. There is love someplace inside of them. Yeah. You just got to really dig. dig yeah. Because dig some, some people hide it and some people don't listen to the spirit inside. Some people shut that out. Right. But you can't escape it. But you can't escape it. Exactly. It is there. Yeah. And so. um. But having said that, and I kind of mentioned this earlier, but it's it's not easy. It's not easy to be vulnerable. It's not easy to love. And it's not even easy, even easy to admit that I desire to be loved. Like that's not easy either. But but let me let me uh, let me dive into something you said yesterday, Joey, because I listened to part of the show. I haven't had a chance to listen to the whole thing yet, but I listened to part of the show and you had mentioned something about um when when I pulled you aside you weren't working here or anything yet mm-hmm. we were up at the cabin and and you were like throwing up you were not feeling good and i and i said to you like you don't have to be sick yeah and i said you don't have to be poor mm-hmm. and i said you don't have to be ignorant you know you don't you don't have to, you don't have to be any of the things that, that you maybe think or you maybe have been told that you you don't have to be those things mm-hmm. you can just choose to be healthy yeah you can make the choice you, yeah. you, you, you know and, and that sounded crazy at the time and then I heard you say yesterday, uh, like a really powerful I statement, which was, which was, I have overcome my sickness. You actually said it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> so happy to hear you say that. Yeah. And I agree, by the way. Well, and it's interesting. I think, <clears throat> I think it's exactly what you said. So it's what I was telling myself. It's what other people told me. That's in your subconscious mind. You have to break it. Right. 
and it doesn't happen in a day. They didn't build Rome in a day. Right. Like it, it's a it's a constant reminder, belief, truth. Um, because the truth is a lot of what would take me off the edge with my sickness before that stuff is still present. So when I but love the you fear, right. Doesn't magnify it and put me worse. So when I loved you in that way, mm-hmm. what did it do to you? Oh man. I mean, it changed my life. It reformed who I am as a person the way but how, I, like what, what, what do you think it did? You were the first person to not sympathize. Okay. In that way, like, which like did, with the which did with what? The BS, which did you know? what? Which um, so if, took if, away the fear. Like okay. Which said. did what? Um, empowered. Empowered you. Yeah. Would you say made you stronger? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. What about the What about the time when you? Uh, and I, I'm sorry to say, bring this out loud. No, but you're I, I think you're cool with it. The the time that you. Had a great day, did everything right, and then lied at the end. And I mm-hmm. had a big reaction to that. Yeah. And I loved you from a place of sincere love, but it was tough. I mean, probably the toughest kind of love. Did that make you stronger? Yeah. No doubt. If I were to look the other way, tell you it's okay, tell you, you know, what would that have done? It would have made you weaker, actually. It would have weakened you because you would get to a place where you're like, oh, this is okay. I can do this. You would repeat the behavior and you would actually become more shriveled. The same way if I told you, hey, Joey, just so you know, you're going to be weak your whole life. So I wouldn't even bother working out. Mm. (laughs) I wouldn't even bother eating right. There's no point because you're going to die. That would that kind of language would make you weaker. Mm -hmm. The other side of it, it was which is like, you know. You don't have to do, you know, that made you stronger. Yeah. Okay. For sure. All right. Now, for me to do that mm-hmm. is hard because I don't know the reaction I'm going to get from you. I don't know the reaction I'm going to get from your parents. I don't know the reaction I'm going to get from our entire family. I don't know the reaction I'm going to get from the team. Like, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to get metaphorically crucified Mm -hmm. for loving you at the highest level the way I know how. Yeah. And often I do get persecuted first and thanked later. And most of us do when you're giving honest critique. It's not just me. So that brings me to this quote here by Lao Tzu. And this is how you you know you're on the path to love here. Mm. He says... Being deeply loved by someone gives you strength. We just talked about this. Being deeply loved by someone gives you strength. While loving someone deeply gives you courage. So to be loved gives you strength. To love gives you courage. They both help you. Mm-hmm. But why, is it, why does he say this? Why, why does it take courage to love somebody? Well, it's because uh, like I have to be courageous to be vulnerable. I have to be courageous to tell you to believe it's going to be a certain way because it may or may not be, but but your belief one way or the other, all I know for sure is that one is going to make the other uh, more likely to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, so it takes a lot of courage to love somebody. Yeah. You know, if you decide, Joey, let's just say to, um, and I'm not even talking about love. I'm talking about starting to open yourself up to love. Yeah. For you to say 
to a girl. Let's say you uh, let's say you were out with us and we're hanging out and, and we're like uh, we're having lunch mm-hmm. and there's a there's a group of people next to us and, and we know one of them is mm. one of Brian's friends from church group or something. And we're like, hey, well, let's all eat together. And we do. And then and, and there's like a spark. You can just feel it. There's a spark between you and one of the girls sitting at the table. It would take courage for you to ask for her phone number. That would take courage. Mm-hmm. It would take courage to put yourself in that place. And then it would take courage to ask on the first date. It would take courage to text message. It would take courage then to get to the next step where you might say, hey, do you want to be my girlfriend? Like, do you want to say, hey, we love each other right now? Mm-hmm. Not that we're going to love each other for life, but like, are we both willing to both be vulnerable and both like say, we're going to love each other during this this phase of our life right now and try to see if we want to be together. Like that takes a tremendous amount of courage mm-hmm. and and therefore to to rule it out completely which some people do yeah to rule it out completely is something where, where you know you you're maybe looking at it a certain way and then putting up these defense mechanisms or whatnot but but truth be told you're just not being courageous mm, yeah you know and that's, that's true. and that's what you want to call yourself out on and go you know what what do I got to lose yeah. A little bit of embarrassment, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And then that's why people say it's better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. Yeah. You know, and I can tell you, I've had my, you know, I, I dated girls before my wife and girls that I really cared about, girls I thought I was going to end up with. I had my heart broken several times. Mm-hmm. My wife knows all about it. And I'm so grateful for those moments because I needed the refinement before I met the angel of my life that is my wife. I needed that refinement. Yeah. Um, you know, but 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 to go back and be like, like, do I regret putting myself out there? I don't actually. I don't regret putting myself out there because I needed the training mm-hmm. to be ready to meet my wife and have the guts. And then I and then I had to have the courage, even though my heart had been broken. So now I've now I've like this is not even like maybe this is like a definite. Mm-hmm. I know what it feels like. Yeah. And I got to put myself out there. You want to talk about courage, Joey? I asked my wife to date me. She said no. <laughs> She said, no. Dang. She said, not yet. Because she she wanted to make sure, good for her, she wanted to make sure that it wasn't me just wanting to lock her down because there was, there, there was another guy in the picture when I first met her. And she, she was like, I just want to make sure that you're not, you know, that you really feel the feels that you feel. And I had to come back like a week later, however, many time, however long it was later, and I had to ask her again to meet my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. After I had after I'd heard no, yeah, that's tough. That's very tough. I, I you know and and for anybody that asks somebody to marry them, guy or girl, either direction, I can't even describe the amount of courage it takes to get down on one knee. Mm. Cause she could say no. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that would be hard. That would be hard. That would be really hard. You know. And and yet if they do. They've refined you and then probably made you better and, and definitely saved you heartache in the in the future because mm-hmm. they don't want to be with you forever. Yeah. And you just saved yourself divorce. You just saved yourself, or, or if not divorce, a lifetime of misery. Mm-hmm. So that comes back to being honest. And maybe them saying no is the most loving thing they could do. Yeah. And then you say thank you for it even though your heart is broken. Well, you'd much rather them say no – then say yes. That's what I'm but saying. But mean no. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know? But in the moment, you don't. Yeah. 
in the moment, you're like, why, why, why? It's because of you. Well, probably because you weren't listening. What have you done to me? Okay. Uh, good. I had this. Uh, I had this written down. I thought this was a fun quote, and I know you want to do the. Uh, you want to do a book promo? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I just brought it over here in case. So yeah. um, I, don't, I think we might be out of time, dude. It's already eight. All right. Cool. Yeah. They buy the book. Acting is my day job. <laughs> I'll just uh, throw it up. Shameless plug. Yeah, you gotta buy yeah. the book. It's really there good. Go. Okay. Um. So this last thing I want to say before we move on to our our last commercial break and and our takeaway is uh. I wrote this down. I liked it. It says, God loves us, or God calls us to love because he is love. And where love is present, evil cannot survive. Mm. Um, this is something I thought of, and I thought, that, that's, that's really cool. And, and I thought, if, if God can't survive, I mean, I'm sorry, if evil can't survive where God is, if evil can't survive where love is, mm-hmm. I had this like idea where God's like, I'm calling you to love because I don't like hanging out with the devil. Yeah, you know, like I don't, like, I don't like that. So, like, let me, let me help you. Here's, yeah. here's how you do it. Here's how you keep the evil out. You just love. For sure. I mean, he's the. <laughs> you gonna read a book? Like, he's done it for eternities. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. heaven is heaven, hell is hell. You know, people, people from hell, they don't get to go up and and like mess around up in heaven like there is there is golden gates blocking that for real you know he he knows how to do it and it's interesting because it connects directly to the quote you opened up the show with which is love cannot exist with fear true all right so we're gonna go on a quick commercial break here we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about where to find love quick takeaway all right where to find love i'm gonna tell you right now you can find love at during acting studio this is facts this is facts Passion, <laughs> love, mastery. Yeah, and, and it's funny. Nice. I was I was watching some of these uh, commercials you put up, Joey. Very good job, by the way. Thanks, buddy. And I was realizing how much I loved, sincerely loved, everybody on there. <laughs> like all these people that get like, putting up like quotes and stuff. I'm like, I love these. Like I really do. Mm-hmm. And they're saying what they're saying because they felt the love back, probably. Yeah, like they, they probably felt it, but I really Not do. Probably don't don't kid yourself. Well, definitely, yeah. So yeah. I, I I do. I love the, I love those people, mm-hmm. and and it's it's so fun, and and you know, funny enough, we've had uh, I think we've had five different people find uh, find their marriage partner here at the studio. Dang, that's impressive. Pretty proud. That's of a good that. track record. Pretty proud of that. Yeah. Um. So all right. Um. Here we go. Where are you going to find love? Where are you going to find that romantic love? You're going to hate me for saying this, but the first step is you got to stop looking. Um, mm. that, that relates to the first quote where it, where okay. it was like, don't seek love. You got to stop looking for it. Cool. Just curious. Um, why? Because you're trying to seek something. You're trying to look for something. And then when you're when you're like, you become obsessed over the looking process instead of realizing what I got to do if I want to find love is I have to develop myself to be open mm. and available to love. Yeah. So uh, Tony Robbins does this exercise. I think it's really good, and I've, I've, I've helped a few people with this. But here, here's what you got to do. Here's how you find love. Here's how you find that perfect person, that, that Leanne Deering, that angel that drops <laughs> out of the sky that's perfect for you because she's perfect for me. She's not perfect for everybody, but she's, she's, she's perfect for me. And I, I literally I couldn't script a girl better. It's impossible. And Tony Robbins, and I, and I did this exercise. I can tell you it works. <laughs> you, uh, you write out the person of your dreams. 
the guy or girl of your dreams, and I'm talking about the way they look, the way they act, their 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 thoughts, you know, how they feel about different things. Are they open? Do they listen? Are they caring? Do they want a family? You know, what whatever things are important to you. Mm-hmm. You like them tall, short, whatever. The things the things that are important to you. But when you get down to it, the things that really become important aren't looks or height. The things that are important become like those things where, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna romantically love this person, but I'm also gonna be hanging out with them. Yeah, yep, yep. So she cannot be uh So certain things are important, you know? And and and, and Joey might say, you know, for instance, and, and I'll just be I'll say something funny. Mm-hmm. Joey might say, She's gotta love the Cardinals or she's gotta understand football or no football. And I would probably say that if that were on your list, I would think that a that a better potential list maker would be somebody who's open to learning about those things. Mm-hmm. So then you wouldn't need the girl that has it and knows it and whatever, but it, but just a girl who basically would be like, that sounds fun to learn about, and then would actually learn. And not somebody that would – so you don't need someone that's an expert. You don't need mm-hmm. someone that's going to dominate you year one. In the fantasy football league, and be like, yeah. "Whoa, that girl's so attractive. She just crushed me." But a, <laughs> but a girl would be like, "Oh, sure, I'll, I'd like to play. Can you teach me how?" And then she gets better and actually wants to learn because it's interesting to you. Mm-hmm. It, you, you know, it then becomes interesting to her. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. That's that's right on the money. Like I can tell you, I'm I'm curious about things that I never thought I'd be curious about because of my wife. Mm-hmm. Like how to fold a shirt. <laughs> Yeah, you know she she does she does most of the the laundry at the house, but I I'm very curious in how she does it. She does it very well. It's it's a passion of hers. The the minimalism and the and the, the these things are she's passionate about it, and she's mm-hmm. always finding new ways. And I ask questions and I get curious. And now I fold the shirt the way I thought I'd never fold the shirt before. Mm-hmm. And I know how I've got the skill because I wanted to learn because it was important to her. Yeah, and you had her come here and lifted her up in that way, and you were like, you were like, you get to design the clothing rack that we just built. You get to design it, and then please fold the shirts, and then <laughs> fold them, please, Cause, and cause teach you do it me so well. Teach me how to dougie. That's right. Teach me how to fold them. That's right. Because I want our space to look beautiful, and that's your strength. And I, w- I'm, I'm open to learning. That's right. Yeah. And and oftentimes. The love you're looking for is right in front of your nose. It's right there, but you have to develop you first. And as you develop you, what happens is you change your vibration. Mm. So you might, the person of your dreams might be right next to you. Could be in the car next to you. Could be at the studio you go to. Could be wherever. But you're not vibrating on the same vibration. So, so that like spark of chemistry doesn't happen. Or, or you have a spark of chemistry and the wrong vibration. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not what I really wanted. We'll, we'll change you. Yeah. You got to change you. And then it's going to be right there. You're not going to find it, no offense, but probably you're not going to find love often in a bar when you're drinking. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, sure. you might find companionship, but you're probably not going to find love there unless you're really lucky. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a one in a million. Yeah. The only thing under my nose is this podcast muffler. So, And don't you, know. you love it? Yeah. See? I do love it. You see? Yeah. See what I'm talking about? There you go. All right. So you make a list of that person. You're going to find out exactly uh, like the perfect list mm-hmm. of the per- like just For you. For, for you. For Individualized. You. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And then you look back on the list and you're like, who would that person, like this, this ideal person, who would they be attracted to? And it's probably not you. <laughs> no offense because you probably shot for the moon. Yeah. 
So if you look at that person that you drew up and you're like, who would they be attracted to? And you're like, hey, I got some work to do. Guess what? Do the work. Then you, then you draw out their perfect person. So if you want a girl with, with perfect abs, guess what? She probably wants a guy with perfect abs. <laughs> okay. This is fact. So if that's really something you want, are you actually willing to do it? Maybe, maybe not. Mm. So how important is that thing to you really? Yeah. And that's where the physical aspect of things could come in. So like you might say, oh, I want a girl who's tall or I want a girl who's short. Okay. Well, I want a girl who's short. Do I, do I want, you know, a girl who only wants tall guys? Mm, no. You know, like, like you, you have to, you have to figure out I mean, what's, <laughs> what's really important to you. You do if you're blessed with height, but, uh, that is, that is something that I do not, that is a blessing I do not contain. <laughs> right, right, and and you get down to the, you get down to all your whys, you know. Yeah, for real. So 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 this is how you're gonna find love. This is where to find love. Where do you find love? It's right inside you. Mm. Dang, I just told you where to find it. You find love inside you. You gotta love yourself first. All right, uh, this is a great Oscar Wilde quote here. He says, "To love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance." Dang. That quote is Oscar Wilde, dog. <laughs> you got to look in the mirror. You got to see you. You got to fall in love with you. It's going to be a lifelong romance. If you do that, if you love you first, you're opening yourself up to be loved. You cannot be loved if you don't love you, and that's where, that's where a lot of people get stuck. So where do you find love? You find it right inside. You have to tap into you, and you have to forgive you. You have to cradle you. You have to love you to the highest degree possible, and that's how you're going to find love is by loving you first. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this, this next quote I thought was really funny, so I wrote it down, and, uh, and we can even end here. Actually, I think this is this is fine, but um, I, I thought this quote was funny. So th- this goes into anybody who's writing down that perfect girl or perfect guy, and and what you're writing down. And I found this quote to be interesting. This is by uh, Stannis Jonakos. I think her name is Stannis Jonakos. Says this: Don't marry a rich man. Marry a good man. He will spend his life trying to make you happy. No rich man can buy that. Mm. Read it one more time. That's so powerful. Don't marry a rich man. Marry a good man. He will spend his life trying to keep you happy. No rich man can buy that. What is that, Joey? This is uh, our example from the beginning, but now it's it's showing it has evolved. <laughs> it's showing. We what really got to work said. on on your you graphics. Have to love work. We have to work on your graphics, bro. You. You need you need some drawing lessons from right. Ros- Rosalind Deering. I really I do. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> but but here's the idea, right? So so uh, they're saying like if if you're seeking a guy that's rich, uh huh. You're seeking a woman who's rich. You're seeking a, a woman with the with a particular looks or whatever, right? So you're seeking a man who's rich. Mm-hmm. No matter how rich he is, he's not going to buy you. He can't, he can't pay for the the amount of love you'll feel from a good man that's trying to make you happy. Exactly. Now, I'm not saying you can't marry a good and rich man. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being rich. It that's, also, that's fine. It also goes back to define rich. Because it's very different, and we talk about that with people in the studio all the time. How do you feel wealthy? That's right. How do you feel wealthy? If you're making 10 figures, sitting behind a desk doing something you hate, you probably don't feel wealthy. But if you're doing what you love, 
and you have the things that 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 fill you up that make you feel wealthy around you at all times then you're rich and it depends on how you look at either of those situations facts so you can find love in every situation and in every person you can find it in your kids and the elderly and your parents you can find it in your friends you can find it in your enemies. You can find love in inmates. You can find love in war. You can find love in disappointment. You can find love everywhere. You got to look for it. Mm-hmm. But once you start looking for it, you realize that love is everywhere. And you want to find love. You want to find romantic love. You want to find any kind of love. You want to just, just experience what it feels to be loved. Then you got to start with you. That's where you find it. You find it right in the mirror. You begin there, and you'll be surprised how quickly things start to fall in place for you. All right, that's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mornings with Matt show. We sure appreciate you being here. God bless. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Matt. Please like, subscribe, and follow us at Deering Acting Studio to keep up with the latest content. For more information on classes, private lessons, or professional development coaching, visit www.deeringstudio.com. Have a daring day, everyone. Have a chippy day, everyone. Rough.